Hello and welcome back to She's in Focus, the podcast dedicated to inspiring and empowering female filmmakers and video creators from all walks of life and on every step of their creative journey. I'm your host, Kel Grant, an aspiring filmmaker from New Jersey who's just trying to turn my passion into something more and connect with amazing women who have the same passion for video. One of those being Courtney Casanova, a 24-year-old digital content creator, video editor, and filmmaker also based here in New Jersey. Courtney is someone I found on Instagram and have been inspired by her ever since. We're the same age, we're in the same location, and now we're both business owners, but she's a bit further ahead um, on her journey. So she's been someone I look to for inspiration, encouragement, and motivation. Courtney, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm like, this is real. It's a thing, you yeah, know? It's happening. We're it's happening. It. Live. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> realize my mug's in the shot here it's okay um all right so we're going to talk about your filmmaking journey to start how would you describe your style of filmmaking like what's the content that you like creating most um I I would actually just talk about this I think like two weeks ago with some of my other filmmaker friends I really enjoy creating content for socials um which can kind of get a little murky because in our discussion um we're talking about what is a filmmaker and who it could get to be an argument because you know people have certain things that they hold up as a standard so like if you don't tick off these boxes in terms of qualifications experience mm-hmm. like then you are not a filmmaker um but i mean filmmaking is, is such a huge umbrella and turn uh, filmmaking is such a huge umbrella especially even within people right behind the camera you know because obviously yeah. there are a lot of different positions and i feel <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's just like this is kind of crazy when you say it out loud because it's like it's not that deep because you need you need to have filmmakers in every aspect at different levels right because yeah. if we only have people out here producing for like Netflix and Hulu or even like their own um, production company who and if they're only producing at that level who is meeting the people that are here and even the people that are just beginning you know who's meeting the people on the different platforms and even everyone on social doesn't want to do all social platforms, you know? Yeah. Um, so I enjoy creating content for social and I, well, I started last year, but then because of the Polly pocket, I had to kind of stop, <laughs> but I was working to pro- well produce and shoot, um, two of my first spec commercials and I'm still going to do it. Like, the goal is to do it by my birthday, July 7th. So y'all circle back on my platform <laughs> and see yeah. if it's up um, or at least in production. Um, but I do want to shoot more commercialized content um, and really <laughs> well, not because well, it's, this is really a thing. I want to shoot more commercialized content with black people, like point blank period. I don't we don't see a lot of us in the space, let alone women, like whether we're in front of the camera or behind yeah. the camera. So that is something I want to do. And even just with creating content for social, we'll get on this a little later. Um, I want people to feel empowered enough because it's like, you know, these platforms, they're tools, right? And that's how you and I met. Um, mm-hmm. But you can use it to leverage it. So I want to help to bridge the gap. So like, yeah, we are creating content on social and just because social doesn't mean it's going to be of a lesser quality, but let's bridge the gap because if you do want to go to that next level and be um, put, putting out more commercialized stuff, whether it is like through these platforms or through your own network, you know, wink, mm-hmm. wink. Um, I want to give that opportunity to people. 
Yeah, hopefully I recorded that. <laughs> yeah, do you do you like the the short form nature? Is that also why you like social like video for social? Uh, oh, that's, that's question number two or one <laughs> the follow up. The follow up. Um. So, yes and no. I say yes because I like the short form because and I not I'm saying that's why I think it's because of the adrenaline. You know, you only have so much time to capture mm-hmm. someone's attention span, right? And I want to say it's between like three to seven seconds. A seven might be pushing it because sometimes people be tapped out by four. Um, so for me, in my mind, I'm always thinking, what can I do with this time? Even uh, one of my new clients, Destiny, when we were going over um, her content and she wanted to put out some reels and I said, and she sent me the footage and I was like, dude, like you really have to like focus. And even in our video notes, like, dang, I'm like getting ahead. Uh, even in our video notes, like be very specific on what do you want the audience to pay attention to? What do you want them to engage with? Because at the end of this 30 seconds, what is your call to action mm-hmm. for them to do? Um, and so it's definitely an adrenaline and adrenaline rush. Um, but I actually also like longer forms of content because I'm a talker. If you follow me on Instagram, when I'm on my stories, I'm a talk and it's worse when I'm having on it for a couple of days or you know, some weeks at a time. Oh, I'm coming back with updates. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna be here for a minute. I just people know, like, yeah. like, look, you know, we'll be sitting here for a while. <laughs> um, so, and I love connecting with the stories. Like, even like my favorite shows. Some of them I have not watched the last season, even though I know the outcome because I'm emotionally attached. Okay, invested. Yeah. I'm just like I can't close this chapter. But instead of producing it, like, we'll get this later too. But even um. Like TV shows and those longer forms of content, that's stuff I want to do too. So I want to do a lot and I like a lot of different things, but it always just felt a little murky because I felt like I had to choose one mm-hmm. and I felt like I had to show with a certain level of expertise to like be welcomed into that space and then to perform the action to complete the content. I think that's the, the, the cool thing about filmmaking. Like, I think it's evolved a lot over the years because when I used to think of the term filmmaker when I first got into college I was like oh like major motion pictures you're on a set you're in Hollywood and then you know I think nowadays it encompasses like wedding films like any sort of like short form cinematic film if you are picking up your camera and you're pressing record and you have some sort of like creative intentionality behind it you can call yourself a filmmaker and I think that the flexibility to be able to like produce short form content and long form narrative content and you know major motion pictures I think the the industry really lends itself to that because they they kind of serve each other you know for every long form piece of content you're going to need a short form piece of content to promote it Will Smith when they did that reunion on HBO they were on every single platform okay and that short form content it was I get a little overwhelmed and excited because it was mind-blowing. Like, I mean, they first of all, they used all the time they had, okay? Yeah. They said, we're going to meet every single audience. We are going to meet the new audience that never even heard of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because at the end of this, the call to action that I want them to do, I want them to go binge and stream this and go tell their friend yeah. and go tell their friend because streaming, we're not going to get into how big streaming is. <laughs> even I remember like 10 years ago, a family member was like, yo, like streaming is going to be the next big thing. And I was, I mean, at the time, 10 years ago, if I'm like, yeah, I was like 14. I was like, oh, I can see, but I still didn't like fully understand. Cause, you know, I was young, you know what I'm saying? But right. fast forward to now, um, these companies, they want their time. And even yet, ads, okay? I, you, mm. Look, 
So they go hand in hand. They do. And I feel like when you can do both, if that is your cup of tea, because I'm not going to force it on you, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, And I even agree. when it comes to um, clients, but we'll get into that a little later. We'll get into that a little later. It's funny. I when I, I was actually never interested in, like, long-form content or, like, working on movies or anything like that. I, I do like documentaries. Um, but I always like, as a, even as a kid, I was always fascinated with commercials. Like you were saying before, Mm. like the idea that you have 30 seconds to get this message across, to tell this entire story, to, you know, uh, promote a specific call of action. It was always fascinating to me. And then you go into like micro content, like reels, 15 seconds or less. Um, Vine. (laughs) Oh my God. Vine, seven seconds, right? Like it's, it's so, it's so powerful and it's so cool. Yeah, it's definitely an adrenaline. I never thought about it. It's an adrenaline rush for sure. I'm about to start telling people like, yeah, I like the adrenaline. Yeah. It's People are going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, you're not a filmmaker. You wouldn't understand. (laughs) Exactly. I watched um, a video on your IG where you explained how it took external validation in order for you to call yourself a filmmaker. Uh, I think you said that Brittany Janae, one of your your friends, ended up giving you that title. Yeah. So what was preventing you from, like, recognizing that in yourself? Why did you need that external validation? And when did you, like, officially start to embrace the title? and be like okay and own it like all right i'm a filmmaker this is who i who i am so and so we're gonna work a little backwards and so in terms of owning the title i'm pretty sure probably january this year oh okay yeah but okay so last last fall i had taken a break from socials and i remember i came back and i don't i don't know where on the internet i was i don't even remember what i was doing but I was talking with somebody. Actually, I was in the DMs with one of my friends. I was talking with them. And out of nowhere, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a filmmaker. And she was like, but you are a filmmaker. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, to me, I'm a filmmaker. Like, in private, when I'm offline, like, I say it all day. Um, I speak everything that I am. That This is, well, let me, in the past, I would speak to everything that I wanted to be out loud, but I never spoke to it in the present as if it was going to happen in the future, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she was like, why, why do you not call yourself a filmmaker? And I was like, oh, well, I don't have X, Y, and Z. Um, I don't have any formal training. Um, I'm not white, <laughs> not a male, uh, but even aside from that, um, I just never felt like good enough and so fast forward to january's yeah i remember i got a notification from clubhouse um and it was like britney invited you to be a moderator in the room and i was gonna hit her up because i was like wait does this for tomorrow or like two days and i'm kind of confused because moderate who because it says black filmmakers on youtube i am black filmmaker who right could it be me um and so i remember even after the clubhouse room and since then like the five of us like and we talk about it all the time up until two weeks ago like i was saying like what is a filmmaker um because and even with like micro content and aside from the adrenaline like there's a story you're trying to tell right um and i felt like you know to be a filmmaker to tell stories like it had to be ever so deep like it needed to be long form kind of like movies um in terms for the validation but i remember even i think it was like last summer um i was a camera op for a live session and i think the session it was like for an hour 
it was great because you know we were outside in the backyard but i was like still a little nervous because you know pandemic um but i, I remember on some downtime <laughs> look throughout this podcast you will probably hear like some different variations so when you walk away y'all yeah. you would know that we were in a poly pocket panini flipped upside down okay <laughs> Um, I remember in some downtime, um, one of my friends, um, Raynard, we were talking and then I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, I started to shoot a spec and I want to shoot some commercials. He's like, oh, but you are shooting commercials. And he literally paused in our conversation. He yelled like, literally, we're chilling in between takes. Um, he was like, hey everybody, Courtney's going to be shooting big blockbuster commercials. Um, and that's what she started doing already. And I was like, wait, wait double back uh and he was like no but this is what you are he was like i will be buying into your company in the future um to help you continue to do this um wow. and even going back to september 2019 that was my first time being on a set right and it was the first time i was being on a set in my mind i'm like i knew i was coming out with castle media in november even though i still had no idea what i was doing um to have the nerve to say i'm a video production company where I only, I only see you, <laughs> um, the company person, right, right. Um, like on the set, like everyone made me feel so empowered, and I felt like I am a filmmaker. But even still, I was working through the definition of what is a filmmaker. So yeah. I think to answer your question, all of the time I really have been spending it internally, like asking myself, what is a filmmaker, and. I felt like I didn't have the right definition so that I could fit into it, i.e. fitting into a box. Yeah. If you met me, I'm very much not like box. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't even, I'm just different. Like, I, I just do my own lane. I do my own thing. Um, <laughs> and it works for me. I like it here. You know, it's nice and warm. But in a serious note, yeah. like, it, it, it took a lot for me to define the, define the term filmmaker for myself and walk into that but when Brittany said it um to finish the question I was like so shocked because I was like no you're a filmmaker like mm -hmm. you are doing it okay aside from you having like more years and experience like your client list bomb your work phenomenal like you're producing these things like everybody when they might call you one day be like hey Britt what's up um right. you're a DP like you're a video editor because even when I, we might get into it, but I'm telling you, um, it was hard. And she was like, but Courtney, like, you do this. And it was going to that conversation, like, we need, there's filmmakers in every different right. Like, we all don't want to do the same thing. And I also felt guilty that I didn't want to do the same thing. So I felt like I couldn't be a film, considered a filmmaker, you know? Wow. If I'm not doing th these blockbusters or even these web series of certain genres and types, then you are not a filmmaker. Um, and so I felt smaller because I, and I genuinely enjoy social content. Um, uh, and I genuinely enjoy the other things I listed earlier. Um, and so, yeah. And we just had the conversation. She was like, dude, like you are a filmmaker. Like we are all filmmakers. And the thing is the five of us all bring five different things to the table that one may lack in the other area. And mm -hmm. the five of us have five different kinds of clientele. Like, you know, so it can overlap like the five of us can come together and create something like wild, wild beyond our dreams i think that's even i don't know i'm not really good at those but you know the vibes yeah um so yeah how do i answer your question it does <laughs> so it does. i get like really passionate and it's hard because it's it's just hard like it takes 
I mean, I could say this to anybody, regardless of whatever industry you do, you have to, and it's not an overnight thing, you have to believe, like, I mean, believe like hell, um, you have to have some crazy belief, or crazy faith, whatever, um, that's your thing, and be like, I am doing this, like, yeah. and it's like, oh, I want to be so much, no, I am, like, you have to speak it in the present, and you have to speak it into the future, because, the mindset part has, de- and we're going to get to this later, but the mindset part has been the biggest game changer, even, like, for me, business-like-wise. How I started the year and where I'm at here on March 20th is literally not the same. Like, even when I look at what I was making in the beginning of this year to now and even making last March, it's literally a night and day. And a big part of that was mindset. A big part was community because, you know, you need people around you who are in the same lane um, and people who are where you want to be um, yeah. and people still in different industries to help guide you because we do not have all the answers. I ne- if you follow me on Instagram, I pretty much say this like all the time. I don't know everything and I have no shame to say I don't know. And now the other thing when it came to filmmaking, I felt like I had to know a list of long things to be considered a filmmaker, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, especially not having these formal training and not having access to certain things. And some of the things I just don't care to know. Um, no, like, to be, bless you, to be Thanks. very frank. Um, so, t- look, it's, it's been a journey for sure. I mean, the journey's long, too, yeah. you know? And I have no problem with that. I, You know, I, like I said, I'm committed, but it's scary. It's very scary, and it could feel lonely. So you have to really, you have to believe like hell and speak some real positive things and get some people around you who will help to not only pour into you, but hold you accountable. That yeah. may have been a very long answer to your question. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's, it's exactly, it gives, gives me a lot of things to pick out there. Um, Cause I don't know if you noticed in my intro, I said, you know, I'm an aspiring filmmaker, but I did. Yeah, I did peep that. I, and I was, I was going to ask you, even though I'm like, I know I'm a guest, but I too have questions. Cause why are you, cause I don't know. Like when I, um, when you found me on Instagram and I scoped you out um, and I followed you in my head, I'm like, but she's a filmmaker. I'm kind of confused why you say aspiring. So here's here's my dilemma. I So I went to school for video production mm-hmm. and I came out of school with this huge gap in the knowledge, like the technical skills that I had. Like I understand theory. I understand all, all of that that goes with filmmaking, but I, I didn't have, like, I wasn't able to pick up a camera and actually, like, create the vision that I had in my head by using this this device. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt super underqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my Canon T3i. And that's and what like, a lot of people start with. I, yeah. Well, I didn't start with that. I just started with uh, my webcam on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got my Sony a5100. And I just got, like, my the 6300 2019. Yeah. But I get, I feel you on the technical yeah. aspect because, I, and that's something we talked about in the group too. Like, I just feel like, I feel like people will look down on me. Um, you know, I might not be invited into this space, whether it's, you know, on set or just to like, you know, uh, talk, community, all that jazz. Because if you don't know X, Y, and Z, filmmaker who? Yeah. Not this filmmaker. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, I felt like I needed to earn my, like, mm. my ranks. You know what I mean? If you wanted to at me, you should have just said that. I'm on Twitter, too. I'm on Twitter. You could have just... No, I I feel you on that. I... Yeah. Because cause right now, like, I, you know, 
uh, my boyfriend Joshua, he's like, oh, like, yeah, like, Kel's a podcaster now. And I'm like, I'm not a, this is my, this is my second episode. I'm not a podcaster. Like, this is. But you are a podcaster. Right. Th- th- that's like the the mental, it's, I think it's mental. You know, I think it's a yeah. mental block that I have a hundred percent because like I, even now I've launched my production company. I even feel like cringy calling it that. Cause I'm like, I have two clients. Like it's. Okay. It's, but, oh, let me stop you. We're right breaking here. it down. So, um. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just going back to the um, this filmmaker group chat with Brittany and the rest of them. Literally, I forgot what we were talking about. Well, we were talking, we're actually, we're in a beta group for our friend Alana. She was watching, well, she is, she did launch um, the storytelling program. And a cool thing that I really liked, she broke, she gave us each a slide and read us for filth. Um, because in the application, like, she brought up the pain points that we addressed and then, you know, came with solutions and we we're just going through it. And when I was talking about just the imposter syndrome, not feeling like a filmmaker, mm-hmm. um, or even feeling qualified to say, oh, yeah, I have a business um, that offers video production services. Um, and I was feeling really small in the moment. And everyone yeah. was just like, but have people paid you for your service? And I was like, oh, yeah. And they're like, regardless of the amount, have they paid you? I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you have a video production company. Like, first of all, it, the average person ain't starting out with a soundstage and this yeah. heap of equipment and all that jet, like we have to work to get there. And it's just like, when you begin to disqualify yourself, like, you know, your clients will begin to disqualify themselves, right? Ooh, they yeah. come to us for this service and it's just like, we can't show up with the confidence that we can do this, whether it is that we don't know all the technical things, like they're coming to us because we can take them from point A to point B, right? Um, yeah. And if we're showing up with a lack of confidence, then they're going to feel like they too can't do X, Y, and Z. And it, they already come to us because they can't do this or they don't want to. So if we're not, you know, coming with our A game, it's like, well, damn, I guess we all not moving. Um, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like, if you have that one client, that you have that one client. Um, like, it's like even in my first year of business, I only had one client, one actual client that paid me. Everything yeah. else um, I did on my own um for free and the the crazy thing is not crazy in a bad way but with my one client that is still a client um and everyone else i did free things for i made sure to treat the people that i did things free for um as my clients right because while i did not have these other people paying me i still need to work through my workflow i need to figure out my process i need to fine tune it so i would make sure that people still went through my entire thing so that way I could tweak it and see so I'm like I didn't give them a less experience just because they weren't paying me because the thing is I'm like um um the thing is I'm trying to oh testimonial social proof I'm just like why y'all not have to pay me I'm like I'm gonna get the social proof from y'all right yeah um because what I need to you know put on my platforms if you wrote this um you can attest to the experience that you had and because I gave you that same experience that I would give my regular playing clients it should be a no-brainer as to why but oh yeah definitely go to Courtney like 10 out of 10 recommend um so your one client is gonna and also let me say this just because you have one client that is not bad because one client could pay you the income that three clients could give you. You know, right when you get that. that's a different conversation when you get into pricing. Um, but you are a podcaster who has a video production company and you're doing things, okay? <laughs> Period. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, I gotta, awesome. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work kind of my podcast. Definitely. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean, but I'm like I was saying before, it doesn't happen overnight, like, it takes a lot, and it's even yeah. harder. 
because you know not everyone is able to have um another person or a group of people that can pour into them and people are mm. bootstrapping i mean a lot of us are bootstrapping um and coming with no experience um and doing our own in different ways and different levels of variation but when you don't have people to pour into like that's when you really have to dig deep and be like i'm gonna do this right yeah. because i even had people um while they were surrounded i mean bishop here like they're around me and i'm just like we're kind of in similar interests but they still would project their fears to me um like even this like this year is so personal for me like it's insane and i had to get to the point where i was like i'm not i had to do this for me first and foremost and i'm not looking for validation right so i'm not going to consult and ask you for permission because i was just i just was talking about this but I was still a point in my business where I was asking for permission to do certain things. But when I would be, go to people, like, oh, well, what do you think I should do? And they would project because while we are in the same video production film industry, right, what I'm trying to do, and especially at the pace I'm trying to do, they have not done that before, right? They yeah. haven't seen it. Um, for the, They haven't seen it, and they, haven't, they don't see it for themselves. So they would project that to me, and it would begin to discourage me. And I played... Wow really really small i'm talking about even up until last month february like this is still like all very recent so i had to really run and take some risks um which it comes soon um to public but i had to take some risks and then circle back and i'm telling after the fact i already did it like one thing my sister like she would do really well she makes her decisions her decisions are in action what is happening she's like oh yeah and people are like oh and she's like i already have my mind made up and even if you try to discourage her, she's like, I will listen to you. Like, I'm not going to you know, disrespect you. We didn't have a conversation. Yeah. But at the end of the conversation, just know my decision was already in play. Like, there's nothing changing. Um, so, yeah. It, it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets yeah. really deep. I tell people, it's like, for me, and it always has been, it's so much more than video. Like, it's so much more than video. Yeah, it is. It is. It's deeper than video. You're right. And I, I think that I feel like a lot of people listening to this podcast can kind of relate to that. And I think, you know, the, the idea of like imposter syndrome, right? And for me, I didn't want like my biggest fear was like I didn't want to look stupid. I didn't want to embarrass myself. Mm. I don't know why I thought somebody would come out of the woodwork and be like, Kel who you're calling yourself a filmmaker and like make a YouTube video explaining why I'm not a filmmaker. Like I like nobody nobody cares in a good way i'm about way. to say no one cares no one yeah cares. exactly like, no one cares. exactly so we we overthink so much and we throw out all these not unrealistic but these unrealistic situations it's like dude like it didn't happen and the likelihood of it happening is very small so you finna do this or not because if you're yeah. not doing this what are we doing like we yeah. can do something else but we need to do something we need to take action and it's not to rush people because like i said it doesn't happen overnight but if you can continue as cliche as it sounds like you know put one foot in front of the other day and as long as you're making one percent progress like that will compound itself over time like and become something bigger so yeah absolutely yeah i think um i think that how we define being a filmmaker for ourselves is it kind of guides our journey um because for me like it wasn't necessarily like a, a certain piece of gear, but it was kind of like this. If I didn't, I needed a portfolio in order mm. to to back up the words that I had because that's the Ooh, thing. I can say you just took it out of my <laughs> mouth. I feel you on that. I am guilty. I yeah. too am guilty. Yeah, because I because I the thing about like 
you know, me not embracing the idea of me being a podcaster yet is because I only have right now out one episode. Well, this one will be the second. But, you know, and like that for me, I think it's I I don't know why I have this this mental block of like, I feel like I'm disrespecting those who are so far ahead of me on their journey who call themselves filmmakers that have like earned that title. That's why I say, but then I'm it goes back to the conversation of like, how does one earn the title of filmmaking? And I believe the only answer really is to put out content, like put out and whatever platform, like put out your work, sharing it. Because right, right. When that, we, go ahead. But that being said, like to put out work that that kind of talks to what I'm speaking about. Like you have to have like a portfolio of work you can't call yourself a filmmaker and not make films you know and not make any sort of content in my opinion you know you can if if you've never made a video before I don't think you can call yourself a, a filmmaker if you've never created or recorded recorded a podcast episode you can't call yourself a podcaster there's still different kind of filmmakers because you know everyone's not behind the camera some people are writing this it's 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 a lot but I mean when we, you know, when we count ourselves out and we don't show up, like, there are people that are waiting for us to show up um, yeah. at any level. Like, there are people waiting for us to start our journey so they can join us on the journey. Um, and the mm-hmm. longer we put it off, like, the longer they will get stuck. Like, they will continue to be stuck because they're waiting for us because they're looking for us for inspiration. Like, people want to support you where you are at, right? Yeah. There are some people that, like, when I first, first got on Instagram back on 2013, um, actually, I still follow me now and have joined me through this journey of like transition from the content I used to produce to like what I produce now, and they love it. Like they're like, oh my gosh, like I remember really when you and your sister used to like dance in the store. Which I'm like, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like when I think about that, kind of like, well, first of all, I still actually do dance in the store. Like just dance in the store the other day, picking up some Lysol. Um, but like when I think about where I started to where I am now and just where I'm going, it's just like. To have the audacity to not only say it but to do it, put action behind our words, mm-hmm. um, and even I mean there are a lot of things I have said that I still have not put action behind my words because scared and imposter syndrome. But then imposter syndrome can kind of work as an excuse for procrastination, like yeah, because it it's like I mean I understand you feeling it, but like what you gonna do? <laughs> right, <laughs> What's it gonna right. happen? Right. Does it? Um, how do you feel? Like, does it make you feel weird? Does it make you feel inspired? The fact that like. To me, you are are that person. You know how like what Brittany is to you and the way that she inspires you and everything. Like you, for me, are that person. Like I see your work and I and I you know shared this on my what creatively inspired me episode. Like the way that you present yourself, the way that you carry yourself, where you are in your business and the aspirations that you have for yourself. I kind of see myself in that. Like oh, like I would you know I just launched my production company in last month, mm-hmm. and I you know see that you've been doing this for a while. So I was like oh like you know I. I mean technically a while. I mean, technically, a while by the books is only 2019 in November. <laughs> like, officially, um, me actually producing video content, actually, no, that's kind of been a while. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when people are like, yeah, I've been in the game for, like, 10 years, and it took 10 years for my breakthrough. And I'm like, no, I feel like that. Anyway, you were asking me if it feels weird. Like, did you ever think that you were going to be inspiring somebody no, when you took no, this leap for yourself no no <laughs> no 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 i do not want onions on my pickles i know what i just said but that's how i feel um no no to me that's crazy first of all 
who inspire who? Because right now, I don't have a college degree. Uh, right now, I really have the audacity to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to start a video production company um, and going into it. And I not I don't necessarily recommend it per se, but I know all the costs of, like, you know, what it took to run a business. I, like, I, I was in a situation where I kind of had to just do because yeah. I'm a person, if I give myself too much time to think, and this applies to anything, like, I feel like I was talking about on my stories yet a few weeks ago, even just, like, working out, just getting into a habit and a routine of, like, 30 minutes of physical activity, whether it's walking, hula hooping, intense workout, yeah. just getting into a habit. If I give myself too much time to think, I'm not doing it. Like, literally, in the morning, I have to throw, and I do mean, th- like, when I say roll, rolling, <laughs> like, throw myself out the bed to do it, like, I can't. Because I would just not do it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, in terms of, like, inspiring, no. Like, because to me, I'm still trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. So, how can I inspire somebody else, mm-hmm. right? But then it kind of goes back to the point of, like, you know, people want to support you in all parts of your journey. Um, and people meet you there halfway. And so, like, even with you just saying that, well, first of all, when people say, oh, yeah, like, you inspire me, stuff like that, da, da, da. And when I ask me this question, I feel like a little weird. I'm like, hmm, there's no one to my left or to my right, so I guess they're talking to me, right? Um, right. But also, dang, I forgot my point. So I'm going to skip to my next point. <laughs> um, it just, y'all, just forgetting points left and right. Hmm, That's okay. That's okay. Because I think, like, to, to your point, like, how can I inspire somebody I'm still on my journey? You only have to be one step ahead of somebody for them to be inspired. Look, you know? I and but then but then that and I would the reason why I would feel weird because I was lacking the confidence of, you know, feeling qualified. So then it goes back to the point like you have to believe like crazy. Yeah. No matter how big or small your dreams are, because even like per- perfect example, actually for the most part I, so I have, like, 27 first cousins, like, 25 second cousins on my mom's side. I come from, mm-hmm. like, a big family. Um, big up to the Jamaicans, 876, to me, you them. But um, I'm, like, the only person in, like, kind of, like, our 20s and even, like, early 20s mm-hmm. that doesn't have a college degree and isn't working towards one. Um, and the crazy thing is, like, I love education. Like, I love learning. Um, and... Another reason why I didn't call myself a filmmaker for a long time, and really and truly, let me double back on this point, I didn't call myself a filmmaker because I didn't know the word. Like, I actually didn't know the word, and it wasn't until, like, 2019. And it, because it was, like, kind of people who are around, like, there was nobody, per se, like, in doing, in, in film as a filmmaker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first thing. But then number two, I felt like, I couldn't even do this or go this route because to have the audacity to do it when coming from a family, coming from a family of um, immigrants, right? You know, they left one place to come here to better mm-hmm. opportunity for their kids. Um, and even like, like parents, like going to school um, to have a better life for their kids. It was hard for me. And I cried a lot. Like, I mean, I cried like a lot because I felt like, such a huge letdown, because how could I not, like, I was born here. I did not have to leave here to go somewhere else to, you know, have a better opportunity. Um, and I have access to these tools, right? But, mm-hmm. I mean, I had to leave for personal reasons. But to not want to go back at some point, 
like it kind of can one can look at that and be like oh well that's kind of disrespectful right because you have i literally have like cousins like my age that came here um and first of all like that's hard like i couldn't i would never know what that feels like you know but first of all i could tell you this i know i'd cry i'd cry i cry i cry okay if it's one thing i'm gonna do is cry Mm. um but it was very hard and i had to like really step out because I basically was like on some black sheep, like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a be doing some real big things, right? And I remember when I first started, like half my family looked at me like I was crazy. Some of them still look at me like, hey, even though it's only kind of going to like year two of business by the end of the year, like look at me like, what are you doing? What do you do? And I'm like, oh yeah, I have a video production company. I work for myself. And they're like, hmm. But then the other thing is I'm actually the only female entrepreneur in my family. And I do mean between my first cousins, yeah. my second cousin, like, because most of my first cousins are, like, adults, adults. Then my second cousins are, like, around, like, my age and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, because we do have, like, some male entrepreneurs in our family. And I actually do have one male entrepreneur cousin in my family who actually is in the video production space. Um but yeah, I was like the only, I am the only female, and so that's hard. That's yeah. hard, cause there's like once again you're having a you're trying to do what I I think you should just get a job, um, cause yeah. I don't think it's gonna work out. But even like now, and it's so crazy because I am still I feel very much in the beginning stages of stuff I just want to do. Yeah. Now there's so there's like more like respect to a certain extent. Um, cause people are like, oh, like, oh, I tell people like, you know, you do video and like, you have your own production company. And I'm like, like, weren't you the, isn't this you? Isn't this, I, I, this was you last week. Right. <laughs> um, oh my God. and, but even like my younger cousins who are like between like 12 and like 17, well, about to be, they think I'm like the coolest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, and, oh, and they're all, um, they're all women. They're all girls. They think I am the coolest thing um, because they thought it was so cool that I worked for myself and I could take them to Chick-fil-A on a Thursday, <laughs> like yeah. right after school. Because it's like people still driving from work, but you, you get and I'm like, y'all, this is <laughs> this is <laughs> it. But it would be like small, small things. Um, but even just and this is the answer to the question. But to be able to create like, you know, my own lane and create work towards what I want my life to look like um it's great because it's allowed me to especially like emergency situations like be there um for my family and for my friends like literally at the drop of a dime where I need to where and I'm not saying you can't get this in like corporate America I can't speak to corporate America because I have not gone to corporate America Mm -hmm. but from Mm -hmm. the outside looking in like it's a little harder you know boss might say no but you know some people the vacation is still booked that's not an emergency, but yeah. she's just a book, so you know, I'm going. Um, yeah. But it's not, there's a lot, there's not too, too much wiggle room. Not every position, for anyone listening, anyone watching, I'm not saying, let's put the disclaimer up there. Right. Um, but there is a bit more freedom, you know, doing it on my own terms. I yeah, don't know I, what the question was, I done forgot, but I just had to close it because I'm like, no, that's okay. We, we were talking about uh, about inspiration to start, um, and I can touch on the the corporate America thing, um, but but quickly, you 
you know, spoke about how some people in your family were supportive and others weren't. And this, you know, you were embarking on this journey that looked different than, you know, the journey of a lot of your your cousins and the people in your family. So how important was that community that you've built with like like online of the people that you oh, met online? 10 out of 10. Definitely necessary because like I was saying, it's very hard um, if you don't have those people around you in person. So to get online and genuinely be able to create um, relationships with people, some people I'm like really great friends with now. Like literally yesterday up at like five o'clock in the morning. First of all, I never went to sleep, but uh, we we're up. And we didn't all not we didn't plan to all be up, but we we're up talking, texting at five o'clock in the morning. Well, about business stuff and like just personal. Um, but I'm just like even people I went to school with, like they don't get it, and it's not for them to get mm-hmm. because they're like, why are you up doing work at like three, four? I'm not saying every night is like that, but since I couldn't sleep the night before, I was like, let me just bang out some things. Yeah, and even just like my goals, like they don't get it it's just like okay and um but it's like i have to put in the work and i'm not saying work seven out of seven days of the week y'all do not come find me online and try to drag me we ain't doing that um but there are some times where you're really gonna have to put in some serious legwork and the online community helped me to feel seen first and foremost um i also felt felt valid Felt valid work to my New York people. Um, but also, I felt like I was able. Like, they empowered me to really have the audacity to take these dreams. Um, and I'm like, y'all y'all want me to do what? And I'm like, oh, chase those big dreams. I know they're taller than you because you ain't so tall. Um, right. And they offer, like, so much support. Um, and I would not be able to necessarily get that um, from certain family and friends. And the thing is... Some of these, they don't mean harm. They don't mean any bad intention, but yeah. they just don't know. Like, and I even, like, with my family, I know it was definitely hard when I was choosing to go on this journey because aside from my one cousin, I'm like, nobody else had been venturing off onto a path ever so, like, one, the one I'm on now, right? So they can't yeah. offer me help versus, like, you know, school stuff. Like, they, they can help. You know, it'd be like when your parents would, like, help you with, your, like, your math problem. Yeah. And, you know, before math got to whatever the math was looking like today. Because this math today ain't it. <laughs> no, it I'm ain't. like, can we just add? Can we just carry the one? Why you take those we... letters out the, even out the when numbers. It came to, even when it came to lattice, I was just like, I ain't do lattice in my school district. Um, So what is happening here? Can we just <laughs> keep it real? Can we write the, you know, the little thing for division? Put the eight here, two, four, six, uh. make it happen. I'm just sitting here like, is it math or is it boot camp? I'm like, boot camp is just for coding. You know what? Anyway. um, But no, (laughs) definitely online can be like so important um, because it it can get really hard. And especially when you're trying to do things right. Because, you know, then there are people, I know people, they they have a business, but it's kind of like just a quick buck or it's not something they're passionate about. It's not something they're looking to build and expand the way mm-hmm. I'm looking to. And I know this is one of the questions. Um, so it's like, you really have to get around the right people um, and just kind of seek that out, but be genuine in it. Cause for the most part, most of the people I met through the comments, cause I just be saying anything. If you follow me, the, if you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I am not afraid to slide someone's DMS. If anything, like, you know, they just want to respond back. Um, 
And when I signed the DM, I feel like DMs are probably the mo- the best place you'll meet me because, like, I send voicemails, I send videos, we just text back and forth. It just feels like I talk to someone. Um, and, yeah, you know, respect your boundaries, too. Don't slide to the DMs, like, on some crazy stuff. Right. Like, don't slide to the DMs and be like, oh, like, I love your work and literally list, like, 100 million questions. Like, okay, first of all, no, <laughs> I'm not going to answer all this. <laughs> Second of all, too, like, you probably gonna have to pay for, like, a coffee chat or something, because I'm like, if you want, like, a blueprint, like, come on, now, like, you, got, you gotta have some respect for the boundaries, but, yeah, don't be, don't be afraid to really reach out to people, though. That's interesting uh, that you say that, because I noticed one of the newer services that you added to your, I guess, your breadth of services that you offer through your production company is consulting. Okay, so I haven't... I'm trying to figure it out because what I have noticed in terms of like, the people that like follow me online and the people I engage with, people have questions, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to serve people the best way I know how. And I'll probably, like, I love how I will be the first person to tell you where I got something from. Like, and if it's a referral link, you know, I want to yeah. eat too. I'll let you know it's affiliate link. Um, and I'll send it to your way. Um, but I was like, I need to find a middle ground because mm-hmm. I need to find a middle ground between like, and it, it's kind of, some people can be like, oh, everything's not about money. And that is true. How to be there ever there is a fine line because, you know, when you, I'm kind of going to the blueprint, when you want like a lot more, you're asking someone to give a lot of themselves, right? Yeah. Um, and even that, like, you got to sit down and write all this stuff out and pull the resources all together and plan that. So it's just like, there is a fine line between like free and paid. And for me to turn on the lights to talk to you, I got to pay these people. Well, the lights, you know, they flick on. But, you know, the the lens, it ain't cheap. Uh, (laughs) A one-on-one, you want want me to set up some camera settings? I I just, you know? So I'm trying to figure it out. But I put out a survey, and I'm going to keep pushing it because I need to know what it is that people want from me. So I have actually gone back to some requests, um, and people, they want free and paid. Because the thing is, I actually, and I was talking about this this week, even for like my clients, I have um, like some free guides on my website already. Um, I think link, yeah, link within blog posts, or you can sign up for my email list and download them, and they're really good. Um, but some people they still want more than that, and I'm just like, okay, well from there, like that's where it becomes paid because, and especially yeah. when you're trying to put together some custom things. So I haven't put it out as a service yet. I'm really trying to work through. I'm just in the beginning stages of it. Um, but I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm rushing it because people are like, so answers, I kind of need some answers. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Well, we're, we're going to see. And also I didn't want to do something like this for a long time. And just going back to just, just, just feeling qualified enough. Right. So I don't like, who am I to sit here and try to have some one-on-ones or consult or offer advice? Um, because I also didn't feel like I knew enough. Right. So, and even this week, like, I was mind blown because I'm like, actually, you know, I don't feel like I know enough. I know a lot. And it just goes back to the point. You only need to know one or two more things than people mm-hmm. to be ahead because child, people be like, oh, this, and you think something's so simple, um, but it, it's simple to you, but it's not simple to other people. Um, so, yeah. Because even like my blog posts. Um, I had to send it to one of my clients because uh, she was just having problem, not problem, but she just wanted to know some more about 
external audio and right away i have a whole blog post on external audio so yeah. i sent it to her and she was like oh my gosh like this is so good and right i'm like why once why are we not doing what it is that you want to do and you've been called to do like because man look i'd be having revelations on daily right it, it sounds like so a few things there number one it sounds like you're valuing your time and you 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 know like your worth in that sense like you're not draining yourself giving away all of your your like your expertise and your value for free but at the same time you're not you're not robbing people of that and you are putting out content that you know that your your audience will benefit from for yeah, free I, nev- I never want to gatekeep i don't yeah. people don't too much of that already i'm too short to even reach some of these gates okay yeah. <laughs> i'm like five two five three y'all yeah yeah but i think it also ties back to um I was kind of reading about your your mission in um in the Founders Day video that you posted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You explained that the goal for Casanova Media is to help more Black creatives and women creatives in the digital space. Like you have this for us, um, for us by us mentality. Yeah, I'm a fubu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, tell me a little bit about. You, so you started your production company in 2019. Tell me a little bit about like this mission that you had. Did you always have, did you go into the, the business knowing that you had this mission and that's why you launched your company? Or was this, you know, I got to put food on the table. I got to provide for myself. This is a passion of mine. And then it ended up developing into something you're like, oh, I can really make a difference for the black community here. Uh, I, I went in knowing, I might have not known all the words, but I went in knowing because I remember even when I started, because, so I launched Cast Media in 2019, but I'm pretty sure I had the idea in my brain since like 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been like a long time now I'm thinking about it. And I remember I went to Bali for my 21st birthday. Don't even ask. I was just I was just out here just because. Um, but anyway, <laughs> there was an influencer who was hosting a trip um, who I've, who I've connected with over the years. And I was a subscriber of her YouTube channel for some time. So it was awesome to meet her. And just even just throughout the trip, I remember I became like the go-to photographer and just, I was like, hmm. And then like, even just like questions regarding like airdrop and stuff. I basically introduced everybody on the trip to airdrop. I'm like, how are y'all got these? Come on now. And like certain things. And I remember, and mind you, what the digital space was then and now are like night and day. Mm. But she was like, why are you not doing this? Right. And then I remember 2018, I actually traveled back with that same travel company because I really love them. Um, and another influencer who I've been following, she was hosting a trip. And I met her and then we we're like talking. And I remember she had like a workshop and um, we were all talking about like our different passions and stuff like that. Um, and then it came me and it became the question again, why are you not doing this? Like, yeah. um, because there was like more questions regards to like just video and just um, tech and people are asking me and I was giving them answers, I was giving them solutions, right? And so for me, I was like, I want to help us because why, why not us? Um, and especially in like the, especially in the area of like brands and companies and partnerships, right? We already know like there's a huge pay gap um, yeah. between men and women, let alone, um, um, white and black and people of color creatives and you can be producing like the same level of quality content um, but still be getting paid less and so for me I knew that I wanted to educate people uh, to have a better knowledge so they can feel confident to go forth and put out what they want 
but also to help them because we all know like video <laughs> video is the workout in itself right oh, yeah. before you even press record it's just like if i want to work out five days in a week i could just do like a four to six hour shoot okay Mm -hmm. um and you need a team of people and so i remember i started out with the idea of helping um influencers and stuff like that but then i changed it because i was like it's actually not even just influencers that are looking to work with me um they are creative business creative business creative business owners (laughs) who are black like who are black women um in this online space and i was just like i love black women Black women have helped me to get to where I am and yeah. even where I'm going. And e- even within the video space and this film space, it's been black women because like the black men I've come across, um, you know, they're doing their thing. They're making their coins. But even compared to some of these white counterparts, to be very honest, they're still like undervaluing and undercharging their service. And it's just like they are really, really good. I mean, like where i where i would love to be you know what i'm saying yeah. um but they lack confidence and aside from confidence they lack a process because it was one thing i have noticed with black women and black men I, well not black women black women, but women businesses versus men businesses men businesses they can get by without having a process right so you know yeah. we could both be in video you just gotta fill out their little and nothing to it let me actually just say this because I don't even want I, y'all do not have in my DMs with my email. I will block you for this. Um, but they can get by with the Squarespace um, intake form, right? And you shoot them an email, whatever, and they'll get back to you. Women, I'm over here. I got my workflow. I got my Dubsado form embedded in my Squarespace sites with a workflow and a step by step process for what's going to take you. You know, you're going to get a nice confirmation email like you inquired you're for in two days things are streamlined da, 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 because it's like i have to come correct because i only have this one opportunity right and it's like yeah. if i mess up when will i get this opportunity again um and so yeah i just yeah that that's my that's my two cents so it's, it's interesting you're um even viewing your website and kind of just getting to know you through watching your stories and everything your process is intense. You have it. You have <laughs> Someone it. Someone literally wrote that in my comment. I went live a few days ago <laughs> this week, and I oh, I did, you did come um, when I was yeah. talking about my editing process. Like, first of all, because it's very a little frustrating when people really want to come to you and they're like, "Oh, I want to work with you. I love your work. I just need to edit." And it's like, well, I don't just edit. Like in a sense, like I. And I think I touched on the lot, but video was so personal to me. You know, when someone's mm-hmm. coming to me to seek my services, right, and they want to work with me and we'll just do video editing, you are inviting me into your life, right? You're inviting me into your personal space. Because once you, like, into the editing, like, when you send me over that footage, I mean, I have a confidential confidentiality clause in my contract um, for this. But, like, I am seeing the uncut version of your life and you want me to help you to tell this story, whether it is the story and so like you, like you could be doing like get ready with me. We're just going to put it. I'm just making up stuff in my head. Yeah. Right. Um, but as you're applying these products, like you want this story to be nice and engaging. So if your goal is to get people to shop your affiliate links and it could sound vain, but I mean, we do live, we do live in this capitalistic consumer. You know, anyway, Anyway, um, a different conversation for a different day. No, no, different conversation. But I look, these are people's goals, right? 
um or it's ooh, especially vlogs vlogs are so personal you literally see everything and my job is to tell the story so that your audience can sit there and watch from start to finish and even like in my process when I talked about like the questionnaires that I do have people answer like even on the first intake form on my website like it is very specific because I want people I want people to be ready when they come to work with me and this is actually something I'm working on right now but putting together some things so that when it's time to work, like, we can do that. Because I've realized there are a lot of gaps for, like, the simple things, right? People don't think it's important for me to know as the editor, like, what kind of camera you're shooting with. When in reality, that is the biggest thing. Because when it comes down to the file transfer process, I'm like, if you're shooting, like, with a cinema camera at, like, the highest bit rate and the highest settings, like, we're going to have a problem because these files are big. And especially if you're not making proxies, you might not, you might have this expensive camera and you might not know what proxies are. Right. right, right. Um, and it's just like, you want to turn it on time for two days, but you don't factor in that you have to provide me notes. And even like my notes form, it's very, <laughs> it's a Google doc template. I mean, but it's like thorough, like on there, there's an example of how to use a note sheet. Um, and then you have like the song, if you have the one, you know, preferred time length. And then initial draft, right? So I need as much information up front because unless I know you, and even so when I know you, I'm, it's not going to give what it needs to give for the edit. So you need to provide me all the information so that way it cuts down on how many revisions you're doing because I only include two for free, like in the price. Because after that, I just feel like there is a miscommunication because after all these questions I've asked you um, to understand who you are, what's your business purposes, um, what is your goal, what is the objective, who is your target audience, and your your target audience is not just women 21 to 37 who live in the Bronx, um, L.A., and Florida, and they like to shop. That's very general. Like, that's, that's not a target audience. Um, all that matters because the way women 21 to 24 receive information and the way women 30 to 36 receive information are not the same. What will get them to engage to your call to action is not the same. So just like there's a lot for me in, in my intense process because I need all of it. I want it to be as specific so I can get it right um, and get to yourself. Because the thing is, even like with the video notes for like people... <laughs> don't realize for the longer you take the longer i wait and the longer Mm -hmm. you wait um and it it makes people realize they don't they're not as clear as they are um in what they're doing and they some of them genuinely don't know even for like my questionnaire form people like the answer may be vague because they haven't sat there and thought about this like what is the purpose of your business like what is the goal like these are very specific questions that they haven't no one's asked them and t- especially not until no video because people are like i just want to quick and go right yeah. even when you think about like uh, these celebrity and like high profile people like their media team like they can turn stuff around to them fast because they know exactly what is the goal um yeah. for their client right Be- beyonce first of all beyonce just got off the stage about 30 minutes ago and she already got pictures up like and aside from like working with the- these people over time but you know exactly like, you know, when you first sign on, like, that brief, um, that uh, sheet of information, like, everything is thorough and thorough. And if it's not, they're going to get it thorough and thorough because they don't got time to waste. They don't have time to waste. So let's yeah. get it right on the first time. Um, and for me, that's how I feel because I could turn things around real quick. <laughs> yeah. I could, like, even um, I had a client 
I so I time myself on every project. I don't charge hourly, but I time myself so I know when it comes time to block my schedule off or whatever the case is. I turn around three videos with one revision in 14 hours. 14 hours and 37 minutes. Wow. And I didn't realize, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Like, that was just the editing part. Granted, like, the pre, um, the pre-task, like, setting up their folders and stuff like that. But the actual editing, 14 hours and 37 minutes. So I was like, hmm. Maybe I didn't label, no, it was labeled correctly. But I was able to go through it because I knew exactly what the ask was. I think that like timing yourself also you're just you just continue to further define your process because not only is that helping you kind of like determine how you how you're supposed to value your time like if a task that you thought was going to take two hours is taking seven hours you're like oh, okay well maybe in the future I'll, I'll charge this I'll do that um, but also help you refine your process and like okay like you were saying evaluate it why did this take me so long or but even for me like because what I'm going to do um, oh, sorry, is to uh scale, right? So when it mm. comes time, for, even in, and, cons- and I'm not even going to say even in the small phase because this phase is not small just because it's me. Um, but even in the season I'm in, in now, I'm already, I've already been thinking about the first people I'm going to be hiring. Um, so it will be like an actual assistant. I will have an editor's assistant and a filming, um, a filming assistant. And those are not First of all, those are not the same person. Let us say that because y'all be trying to do this to people and pay them the same one price. And it's not even a good price. It's a low price. So we're going to stop that right there, mm-hmm. um, which y'all pay in a try to grasp, not me. Um, but number two, like when I'm t- like all these tasks I can get done. Like so when I'm like sending out like my clients folders and I like, have to link them and make sure like um, my editor assistant can t- tackle all that. In terms of organizing, but like when I know exactly how long it takes me, I know exactly how many hours for the week and for the month I would need them. Um, and then in fact, not factoring, but it can help me like know exactly how much I'm going to pay them. There you go. Um, and this is for me, it's like, it's nothing personal, but it's like, you have to really think about what your goals are, right? Because it's going to determine are you, how you do business. Like, are you yeah. doing business just to say, like, oh, I have a business. Like, you know, I'm making some coins, whether it's a quick buck or a long buck. Or am I doing business because I want to scale and grow? Because you don't, you don't have to scale and grow to, like, a company of 100 people. That's, that's, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But even if you're – that's really a lot of people. Um, but if you're looking to have a team of 15 in, like, the next, like, two year, one year to three years, like, what does that look like in the future? What can you do now to future to prepare for that um, so that you're ready? Because for me, I'm just like, even where I am now, it's just March 20th, but like this year is, it's about to just blow my mind. Even just like the rest of this month, I remember I went to this week and I'm like, these next two weeks are just going to be insane. Um, and the way I see the demand because of how I'm positioning myself for my business, like I'm very confident before the year is out i will be have i would have hired one if not all three of those positions like at least part-time because when i'm not when i'm doing all these tasks myself and i'm at first i'm not trying to be superwoman when i'm doing all these tasks it's taking away from what i actually want to do right uh, so if i only actually really want to edit if i only actually want to write the script or put together the treatment like all these other tasks like it's taken away from that time right and we still want to be able to have a life outside of our business because we don't want to be a slave to our business 
some people we did not start this business to do that if we want to do that we can go work for somebody else um but it's just like look i'd be thinking like real future and for me i bear i say this a lot but just because we're just starting out doesn't mean we have to only be there like we can prepare for the future just because you're starting out doesn't mean you have to look like you just started out right because Mm. even though it's only me if first of all i use we on everything uh and second of all like even like going to like my website and my process like you would never know it's just me right because i operate in a space um of excellence because you only have that one time to get it right um and why not do it right because who wants to be doing it all these other times ain't nobody gonna right do that. i gotta sift through this footage for your 30 second reel that you want and it's like an hour and a half worth of footage like we don't want to get into that but yeah <laughs> So I'll answer your question. <laughs> it, it does. You're really setting yourself up for success. Like I watched a video where you were telling me like, or not me, you were telling the audience, uh, <laughs> your, your five-year goals for Casanova Media. And some of those mm-hmm. included, like you were like, I want to be a media conglomerate. I want to have a global presence. I want to have employees with at least two salaried. I want to become a millionaire. You know, oh, yeah. I want to oh, start a scholarship fund. Gonna happen. That's it's that's so inspiring we're, to me. We're in we're in the process, right? So yeah, I'll be twenty five July seventh. So you know, if y'all want to cash at me, Courtney Casanova, <laughs> you can sell me. Contact at casanova dot com. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got to pay for this equipment. Right. But uh, so I'll be twenty five in July, and I, it's crazy because way before, even when I was younger, I always said, "I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a millionaire. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. I'm gonna go beyond that. Like we're not just stopping at a million. Right. Or to my man, Little Wayne, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna be 25, and that is definitely the goal by 30. It's gonna happen. And even like, because, oh my gosh, mindset and all this stuff really plays a part. Because in January, I definitely was feeling just more defeated for where I was. And here we are in March, wh- who I am in March. I'm very confident that all that stuff will happen before I'm 30. I'm feeling very confident um like it, it might happen at 27 um like soundstage you know that one's a little longer and i mean it could be just like i don't know if you follow kev on stage on instagram um but he's a comedian he actually just got his own soundstage which i think is so so cool and it's crazy he was like my own soundstage um my own place to record my podcast like my own um and it's I think it's like two actual sound stages and then some offices. And I'm like, that would be fine just for me. Um, right. Just to start. Because, you know, even that someone's like, oh, well, your sound stage is small because I only got two. And it's like, but do you have one? <laughs> Cue the bad girl sound effect. So wh- why right. are you talking? Are you paying these bills? It says sound stage, right? You know, like Issa started somewhere. Um, everyone started somewhere. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to happen. So it's, y'all, y'all can stay along. And I'm excited because. To be able to give opportunities to people, that is something I always I wanted to do, um, even before. So actually, I've always known I wanted to go into film and entertainment. I just never knew what position, like even when I was younger, I always said it. Um, but now, like when I think about the fact that I can, when I think about when I will provide opportunities for people, it's crazy. Um, especially in this industry that does, I mean, any industry, but this industry, since I've been talking about a lot of gatekeeping, um, Mm -hmm. for black people of color, women, 
Um, and for me to, for me to do that, um, in the next couple of years, it's, wow. Um, and it's going to change someone's life. It's going to change a lot of people's lives. And even like starting a foundation, I have the name for the foundation. <laughs> I have all that. Um, it's just, you know, I need to get the funds and all those kind of things. But like, there are a lot of things like, oh, I'm doing it. I have like the names and those things blocked off. It's just, you know, funds for real and time it's it's awesome that you're putting the like the intentions out there like you right now to me i, mean, are... I don't got no shame like i have shame <laughs> but i don't really have much shame like the thing look if it doesn't happen it, it could be embarrassing especially like online like when you put something out there if it kind of falls through in whatever that time frame it could be embarrassing cause, like well dang like i just told people this gonna happen Shoot, last summer when I started shooting a spec commercial, I went all on my story. I went, I actually have the place, uh, and it's going to happen, but delayed does not mean denied. Yeah. Because wow. even when we feel denied, like what can come, and actually not what can, but what will come, what is in the pipeline, it's going to blow your mind. And I'm speaking of it from experience. I'm t- oh, my gosh. We're going to do another podcast episode. I'm going to have to be a guest for the update. Yeah. Um, but January to now, it's crazy. Like, I, this week, uh, well, I was on, I talk, talked about it on Twitter. I didn't get on IG with it because as shameless as I am in a way, I'm, like, very awkward. And I don't like to too much attention. Even though I get on my stories and talk daily, it'll make no sense. But <laughs> this week, I was able to close out a multi-four-figure deal. And in January, if you told me that, would never have believed you um because in january if you told me that all of what i was doing was going to play a part in january if you told me that my process was valid right because even in this video production space like even from and i'm not even gonna say a small business owner in terms of like small but but in terms of like side in a smaller yeah. capacity of a person like all of this matters um because for me what sets me apart aside from personality um is organization and process um, and I'm going to charge you, I'm going to just charge you based off of that. We're not even going to get to skill because for creative business owners and speaking to this, I remember I saw, I mean, it's a conversation all the time, but we get a bad rep across the board for, uh, deadlines mm-hmm. and communication and you can be the best, but if you don't have a process, like you're SOL, like talent is only about 30 to 40%. I'm being very honest. Like I'm. It was only 30 to 40%. That other 60 to 70, what is that back end looking like? Could even like website, like my website, I have built both of my websites. My personal website was on there now. I ended up buying a template from my friend um, Raven from RP Digital Studios. If y'all want to check her out, she's a web and brand designer. But like even Castle Media, the web designer I'm going to work with, I remember when I met her online, I didn't have the funds to afford her. Um, and I never said that her price was too expensive just because I couldn't afford her. What wow. I told myself, I said, and I told her, I'm like, I don't care what the price is, but when the time comes to work with you, I'm paying you that. And then some, because I know the value. And even when we're talking about metrics and conversions and money, like I know what it's going to do for me and my business. Right. Um, so I'm going to circle back and that's why I do everything. Even like my photographer, I'm working with Marika Evans, who's based out in Dallas. I remember um when i i think i went to shoot with her when she launched her business like four years ago i think it was i just didn't have the money and i was just like that's fine because when i do i'm gonna work with you because i want to work with you right um but even so in the meantime what i do 
I learn as much as I can. So even like my website, my website, what it was looking like in year one is not what it's looking like now. Mm. Um, like my year one, I did have Dubsado, which is where I used like my forms and stuff, but I was like still figuring out. So I just had my Squarespace like submission thing. Um, but one thing I did, I taught myself how to code. I wrote the code uh, and I put it in. And like, even when I started to learn about like color psychology and things like that, like I implemented that onto my site. So it doesn't look the same and it's still not where it's gonna be from where my expert web designer is gonna take it, but it gets the job done now. And I'm actually even about to update it again um, with some other things. And it's just like, delayed does not mean denied. In that season of what feels like that, delayedness um do the work um wow. and that kind of could sound harsh because it's like oh well dang like i'm going through stuff don't worry i cry a lot i really do cry a lot because i would feel so small and i felt undervalued on top of not valuing myself and what i bring to the table what is different what makes me me right mm-hmm. um and i was like well dang i don't have the website that i want but it's like okay but you have the skills now that you can apply something because my web designer when well we're friends slash we get services from each other um but she was like girl you wrote you went ahead and taught yourself how to code to write some code she like this itself is good like literally um she was like bruh i'm very excited to work with you because even like the platform we're thinking about like i actually would be able to maintain it myself if i really really want to um and like once again, like, just because you're starting, you don't have to look like you just started, right? You might not have um, whatever Canon or um, Sony camera or whatever brand that you consider, you know, a high quality. But these cell phones, they take some fire pictures. And if you can just learn how to edit, mm-hmm. uh, if you can just learn a few settings, like, it really just changed the game. Like, you know, as a TikTok would say, um, they're going to know. It's like, how are they going to know? No one's going to know. Um, and it's not even fake it to make it, but do the work in the meantime for real and i just wish that i i wish i had someone to say this to me even in like the first year of business because i just felt like so small because i had like all these people in different industries like telling me i was great and even like my website and all this stuff aside from my work and like different and i'm just like okay but like i don't have what i want so i don't feel like what you're saying to me is valid uh, and i'm like they saw so much for me that i could not see for myself even mm-hmm. and i'm going back to my website because i really you know that's where people are going to meet you right um and i'm like it doesn't look the best and my portfolio wasn't that big right um but i was like i made sure to get to testimonials the work i did have i put it on there and i promote a lot of like my own work even though i and i'm working on it but i have not been posting often i still lead with my best work because i felt like i'm like i don't have this big portfolio i don't have this ever so popping website I only have so much experience. Like, I kept putting these I statement limitations on myself. And it's just like, and I'm not I, I'm not trying to say I could have been further ahead, but, like, confidence, like, what I could have showed up for myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we don't show up for ourselves, like, you know, we're not showing up for the people that need us to show up. So, like, you know, even with you saying to me, like, you know, I inspire yourself like that. In my moments of, like, undervaluing and not showing up for myself, I'm not showing up for you. right um people that are looking to learn from me whether it's free whether it's paid like they can't come to me if i'm not showing up for myself um so yeah like i just like i take a lot of pride in everything i do um because 
Like, you really don't get that one shot. And you don't always get a second chance, especially as a woman and especially as a black woman. Like, that's just the God honest truth. Mm. Um, and so, yeah. I forgot what the question is at this point, but that just. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You're. I love that, like, your mindset and you trusting the process and also, like, putting the work in is setting the groundwork for the success that you know you're going to have. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's amazing to me um, because I think you're right in that, like, we limit ourselves. Like, the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we think about, you know, how how crazy or realistic our goals and, and aspirations are, that really will play into how our dreams actually unfold no for sure for sure i'm telling you there's no way that you're going to tell me i was closing a multi i'm well really technically it's five figures um but there's no way you're going to tell me i was closing that off of one service i have because i have three Mm -hmm. um as a one person team right now technically in a poly pocket as a black woman (laughs) without a college without a college degree and all these other things that people would use to say like this is why you deserve this when we're going to talk money right right you're out here doing it and it's it really is inspiring so what are you I can tell that you're like kind of a lifelong learner too you're (laughs) constantly trying to level up and like you were saying do the work in between you know your milestones and whatnot so what is the next way you're trying to level up like what's the next skill or program that you're trying to master right now um what's on the the radar I mean it's been a minute. So actually continue to get better with color grading. Am I looking to be a colorist uh, professionally? No, not really. But um, just for like my sake and like my clients. Um, because it's funny, literally last March at the start of the um, Panini, I actually was not color grading. Literally, it wasn't until April. I remember I, was, I had a Zoom call with Brittany because I felt like I need to take editing classes. Then we got on the phone and she was like, you don't need to take any classes (laughs) and we were just talking and then we're talking about gear and then when I told her I'll do and my son she's like but why aren't you color grading and I was like oh I just felt like I can't and she's like but why not I'm kind of confused and she was like I want you to try so we went through it um and since then like literally if you physically if you only would look at the footage without sound like you see the night and day difference like in my videos um, so I definitely, Da Vinci is something I'm looking to learn. Um, like color grading and Da Vinci, those are definitely two things. Um, learning a little bit more about audio. Do I want to be an audio engineer or any other titles that fall underneath that? No. Um, <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm just, look, I'm letting y'all know. No. But I do want to be able to have like, and a basic everyday understanding for like the different aspects when it comes to shooting because you know given that when you are on set um something happens that like, you can jump to fixing the solution so you guys can move forward um definitely um lighting because so for what the plans for me to be and what i'm working towards aside from video editing like video editing is always going to be that's definitely always going to be here mm-hmm. um i also want to be i'm going to be a dp um like courtney the dp hype woman video editor oh yeah that's a thing <laughs> that's definitely a thing i may be short but i'm coming swinging <laughs> um the clip is loaded okay <laughs> um, but 
um, some other things. Actually, just so technically, my spec library in my head, I have about like five specs that I want to shoot, um, and that I'm going to. It's just really just to. I mean, aside from funds, just to do it and get out of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because crazy thing is, long story short, I was talking with somebody and I mentioned one of the specs I want to shoot because I actually want to pitch my service, like pitch Castle Media to be the video production company for this company. Mm. Uh, and it's like a pretty big company, um, black woman owned. And long story short, the person, they were like, that person just emailed me about literally needing video production services because I basically was just like, kind of going back to like my why, um, not seeing black women in like this high quality, like commercialized produced content, right? Mm. Especially as business owners, especially when you do like have these, I mean, not just, not just physical, but definitely physical products. And, um, literally that was just about word for word what the business owner had told the person that I know. And then my, the person I know, they were like, um, that's crazy. Cause if you didn't mention it, I would never even know. And basically was able to network. And when I finish it, uh, my person is going to send it over, like CC me on the email and bridge that gap. And it's just so crazy because it kind of goes back to, you know, not feeling like I'm a filmmaker, but it's just like, but if you're having people pay you, you're producing, you're yeah. doing this, like you, you are not a who. Okay. Yeah. You got to check the facts, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you really sometimes, and I do often, like you have to really look at where you, the work you've done and what you're doing now. Like you have to look back and just be like, I, I, I could do this because I am doing it and I have been doing yeah. it. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, dang, like, 2013 is a long time. It is 2021. Like, yeah. that is a long time. <laughs> and even though I didn't, you know, start to take it seriously into, like, well, not casting media, but just, like, video, like, maybe, like, 2017, mm-hmm. that that's still a long time Um, dive into <laughs> this. And it's crazy because I love it so much. Like, I could not see another job Actually, I could not see another career um, to be in. Like, that would allow me to be all who I was. Because even when I was younger, I always said, I don't want a desk job. I said, I want a job. I mean, you could do this too. But I was like, I want a job where on Wednesday, on Monday, I can hit up my sister and be like, do you want to go to Paris on Wednesday? And then we fly <laughs> to Paris on Wednesday. Like, I mean, stuff abrupt like that. Granted, real life does and does not happen. Like yeah, that. yeah. But I wanted the freedom to be able to do it. Like, not only the financial freedom, but the actual freedom. Mm-hmm. And because of my personality, I'm like, I... And it's funny, because I sit at a desk. But I'm like, I can't sit at a desk job. Like, no. No. No, I just literally would feel boxed in. And I would feel like I have to put on this facade to be something that I'm not. Um, and I can't do that. Like, I can't compromise who I am for the sake and comfortability of you. Now, that's yeah. not to say act out of pocket but <laughs> no look i gotta get like can people be did you want to nitpick and try to hop in I'm like mm, back up because i'm gonna block you mm. um but yeah so definitely improving um, my color grading skills um learning da vinci and um light learning more about lighting and just like the different aspects and just putting out work because you know if i could do it at this level you know with whatever 
I consider to be limited resources. Like, when you do have the access and the funds to do the research, like, how do you do it? Because we yeah. all know, like, it ain't about the gear. It's about the person behind it. Like, gear does and does not matter just given the situation, you know? Um, but especially when you're starting out in anything, um, use what you have to get to where you want to be to be able to do what yeah. you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that um, you're documenting your journey, too, because, you know, taking it because you're not only just uh, you know you not only have your video production company and you're a filmmaker but you're also a digital content creator right you you're making content you're giving out you know tutorials tips and tricks you're giving gear guides you're talking about tech you're you're documenting your process in a way that like allows someone to go to your socials and see like oh this is where she started this is what she's she's doing but this is like in general what she's about i mean yeah in general i in general i'm about like creating great content you know that looks good um but also just have like a great time because the thing that i i just think about this yesterday but like when you go to my socials you're gonna meet me yeah you're going to meet me whether it's like video or even like in my travel vlogs like you're going to meet me and for a long time i felt like a lot of shame with that because i'm just like once again i felt like i had to fit into this certain box to be accepted and respected, right? Like my person, I'm uh, to be honest, my personality is very, very big, um, and even just like in like the film stage, I was like, ooh, like it's a lot, and so I'm like, how can I cultivate community? Because I'm like, people that might be in like the web design industry versus like the people in my direct industry that I work hand in hand with, they not might not receive it the same. But what I've sure. come to find is like. <laughs> Um, you really have to be yourself. Like your people are out there, um, and you, the people don't buy into people, right? I mean, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. People don't buy into brands; they buy into people. Mm-hmm. Um, so the longer you just keep a nosy person, and honestly, people don't people don't care what you're doing for them. They really just want to support you. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they don't. I can, man. First of all, there's some things people are like. Oh, can you show this? I'm like, oh, I thought that was boring. Like it ain't nothing. Even sometimes when people ask, like. Why I have my stories, aside from my hair sometimes look crazy or, like, being a little busy, sometimes I don't go on because I'm like, I don't got nothing to say. Like, I'm literally always here. <laughs> like, for the most part, we're going to talk about whatever's going on in my head or I might have a story. Like, there's something like, if y'all go to my story, like, you're going to meet me, but it's nothing too crazy, especially since we've been in this panoramic. Um, Like, you know, just being inside, I was like, why am I just desk mm. or on my bed? But I'm here. I'm inside. Like, I'm going to make a smoothie to start off my day, which is usually what I do. I have some oatmeal. I sit at my desk. I start off my day with music um, of all different genres. But, like, I'm here. I I can't sit here and, like, perform. <laughs> like, I'm, like, if I'm not outside, why well, am I pretend to be outside? Like, even next week for my shoot. Uh, I mean, that's definitely something exciting to do. I'm, like, traveling and just um, in the silver press. Um and you know, I can share that with the people. Look, I, look, it's, it's a lot of words out here, okay? Yeah, tell me. So we're we're wrapping up soon. We've been chatting for a minute. Uh, but what <laughs> what's a project that you have coming up? How can you know the viewers and listeners of this podcast support you as a filmmaker? What can we you know see coming from you soon? So coming up from like personal brand, likewise, I um, and now that I'm saying this, I'm putting out these specs. Uh, I'm actually jumping back into just like YouTube so you can check me out on my YouTube channel at Courtney Casanova 
Courtney with a K, Kathleen with a C, two S's, not one, like the song. Word to my man, Levert. Um, honestly, yeah, just meet me on my platforms because I, aside, yeah, actually, let me set that over. Yeah, meet me on my platforms. Um, at Courtney Casanova underscore on Instagram. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. Usually, Twitter's just for the jokes, all right? <laughs> don't come over there with, like, too many. I'm, like, I only kind of talk about gear a little bit, and I still don't even, general, I don't talk about gear too, too much, because that's, ugh, murky waters. People are getting crazy. I'm like, I don't got time for this. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, meet me on my socials. I'm actually going to get in, get back into my tech painter court blog, because I've really seen, like, yes. a lot, like, a demand. Even this week, like, Within, like, my web designer um, group of friends, like, they were having problems with, like, externals. And I hit them back. I'm like, first of all, y'all could just ask me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, here's the blog post. And they're like, wait, it's still up? Um, and so some of them, first of all, they've gotten their life together. So I'm like, y'all got all these files. Why do y'all not have an external to back up your heart? Mm. Um, so literally, like, um, they've been purchasing and supporting my Amazon store. Support your fellow creatives. Um, yeah. You know, one thing I do, and I'll say this before we wrap up, if there's something I'm interested in using, whether it's a program or gear, I literally ask, like, in my friends or even anybody I follow, like, do you have an affiliate link? Because that's definitely one way to support creatives. Um, because y'all don't be mad. Y'all don't be mad at these white people with these affiliate links. Why y'all mad at us? I'm so confused. Right. <laughs> um, no, us. seriously. So yeah. I'm very intentional. Um I'm like, do you have a referral link? Because, you know, even with, like, programs, you'll get, like, you know, a free month or two, and the creator and change, like, they either get the credit um, for money off of, like, them paying for it, or they'll get, like, the free time in exchange. So do that for sure because um, it makes a difference. And even just, you know, in the video space, this thing is costly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't cheap. And look, and so even, like, Kel's podcast, y'all want to know what mic she used? Check out the um the little cliff notes for that Amazon <laughs> affiliate like no and it's like it's not too too much but like you just never know how these affiliate especially when they we do receive the money you don't know how it can support the people whether it's for their gear or it could be for their their bills or they could be putting it towards like you know their emergency funds for anything that can happen like it makes a difference and it's very much appreciated uh so yeah just keep with me on my platforms um because I really enjoy like I'm just gonna be. Sh- putting out these specs um some tutorial information um some blogs yeah actually has some blogs that are kind of like filmmaking related and just like everyday blogs because what i want people when they come to my platforms you can meet me um and there are other extensions of me but all of it plays a part so whether it's me talking about filmmaking stuff or something as simple as music like all of this matters like we don't need to stay confined to one box if we don't need to yeah especially if you're like tall and you can't be fit in no box that's not mm. <laughs> so yeah awesome courtney we definitely have to have you back on the podcast <laughs> i like i couldn't have imagined that we would talk for an hour and a half and not get to like yeah 75 percent like, of the questions <laughs> i was like dang i kind of feel bad because she gave i'm like kid this time like a quarter of the question i feel like you asked me like <laughs> three to five questions maybe maybe seven just to push right. it but I'm just like, because I'm very passionate, like, about what I do, uh, who I am, and really just, like, helping the next of people. Like, let's make our own, and even, shoot, if you want to license out your content to these platforms, go ahead and charge them a pretty penny for it. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to create your own platforms, go ahead and still charge these people a pretty penny for it. Like, 
let us yeah get to the bag but like let us work towards like something that is sustainable something that genuinely brings us joy even like Brittany um oh actually yeah and Brittany this is her hoodie um from her black woman create line so y'all want to check that out Brittany Janae on Instagram and stuff but she had did a YouTube video about filmmakers and like why we should invest right and that's something yeah. actually I'm going to get into myself because like you know if you're investing you have this money coming in like you genuinely can operate from a place of passion right and not a place of desperation or lack because you need to pay your bills and stuff like that so that's definitely um, something not to stock but when I want to work within my business I want to be able to continue to build something that is sustainable so I'm never coming from a place of lack or desperation because then it does affect the project and how I move oh but yeah this is really good thanks for having me y'all um stay of tuned course. Check, stay tuned on Castle Media too for like what I'll be doing with my clients um because it's it's just bananas so <laughs> well, we're ready we're here for it i love that for you uh and we're definitely uh, i'll definitely pick your brain um when we're done recording on who else you think i can get on the podcast like there are some awesome female filmmakers that you're connected with whose stories you know and if they inspired you and you inspire me like i need to go down the pipeline <laughs> i mean you know we run the pipeline program here yeah. <laughs> a good one a good one let me wait that next <laughs> Let's rephrase. That's funny. All right, Courtney, it's been fun. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm so excited to see what you create this year and how, you know, you inspire other female black creatives. You're making moves. I'm here for it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Bye. As usual, thanks so much for listening, and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.